keep Rayman Digital on the air through 2020 by pledging to our Patreon page in order for us to continue to put out these live professional-ish broadcasts. We need the support from our listeners. Go to patreon.com slash Rayman Digital to pledge. Thank you. Would you care to step outside? We did it to this. Superman. Who are you? The lasso of Warning, DC and RMD contains adult language and discussions. If you're easily offended, do not continue to listen. Awesome. Oh, sorry. That's your signal. That means we have to go now. What is up, everybody? It is that time once again, DC on RMD Batwoman Edition on Rayman Digital. Remembering, if you're listening to us live, remembering. Doing wonderful as a start here. Yeah. Yeah. If you're listening live, go find us on on your favorite podcast providers. While you're there, rate, review, subscribe. It helps us out. I will be hosting this week, the one and only Bobby D. And with me in the studio is Paul. Hey. And uh, Lauren has moved, but she will be back with us soon. Uh, In the next couple weeks, she'll be back on all the shows. But we will take the reins for now and discuss this episode. Now... Let's drive this into the ground. Yeah, we're just going to drive all the listeners away so she can come back and recover them. And, you know, it'll be like that whole like romantic, you know, recovery thing of the hero coming back and rescuing. Are we the damsels in distress? So this week on Kane Talk. (laughs) So, yeah, uh, episode 13 called Drink Me In or Drink Me. I don't know why I said in uh, directed by Dermot Daniel Downs and written by Jeff Shandy. So Dermot Dow- Jerry, Jerry, that absolutely says Jerry. Yeah, whatever. Not like I'm reading. Reading's hard. That's Leave it. me alone. Okay. Uh, we're starting to see directors that have made the gambit like of the other shows. Dermot Downs was a huge Flash director, um, and I don't know. And I think he's been on a bunch of Legends episodes also. Uh, and for like the first, I want to say like 10 episodes, it was a bunch of writers and directors I didn't recognize, mm-hmm. you know, which was kind of giving it fresh looks and appeals like, and and the writing wasn't kind of the standard issue CW cattlecade of writers and Jerry, Jeff, whatever I, we want to call him today. Yeah. yeah. It isn't one of those writers. So they might be bringing in the directors, but the, the writers are at least staying the same. And I think it's actually helping out what's going on in the story. Because when we talked, we kind of concluded last episode, you know, with the whole, okay, she was shot. Are we going to go the CW typical route of they're going to blame it on the crows and now Batwoman and the crows are going to be at each other's throat because they killed the wrong person. Yeah, there were a lot of directions that we could go and several of them were very bad. Yeah, and and things that we almost expect them because it was the easy way out and... Honestly, I was surprised when it was like, we didn't kill her. Uh, And it was kind of like, it was a different bullet. Nobody argued with it. It was just kind of like put out there Mm -hmm. and a truth was told. And they didn't go that weird route that I really thought we were going to see out of this. Yeah. 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 Uh, And just thinking about it more, there's actually, there's, there's a lot more like new questions because of, uh, we don't know where the bullet came from. All right. Are we, are we looking into it? Cause we also did not see that character at all this episode. Yeah. 
but uh, is this going to be okay now let's talk this is this is the thing the timeline for everything that happened last week to this week has seemed to advance way faster than i kind of expected only on some storylines like alice go trying to find mouse seemed a normal progression of somebody that just was reborn and well it honestly i feel like um yeah, yeah, damn. She's been through some shit, really. Like, she she just got left for dead and then died and then didn't die because somebody outdied her. Um, and <laughs> you died it better than me. She like, yeah, she's absolutely looking for Mouse, and like all of that had to have been like very recent because she's being informed that like he's not in the hospital anymore. But at the same time, like she is, she's already like edging on like hopelessness like just talking to the rotting face on the mannequin as if it is him yeah um because she she has no idea where he is or how to even like go about finding him but but so you know when we come to that kind of storyline it it seems like pacing might be okay because it it, there was some natural progression there Mm. but the dad being out of jail so fast was the one that threw me off like he's in there and he's back in charge of the crows and you know he's having this moment obviously with the who he thought was his daughter from this earth in the morgue having this moment like i should be feeling something different already back in his suit and tie that body looks still warm and so it's just like nope you've been freed get out of here yeah i i it it just like it seemed really fast on that progression because honestly what i thought we were going to get this week was more of the the backstory between the black man that we still don't know who the hell he is that saved him in jail uh also magic recovery powers by dad because he got the shit kicked out of him looks okay now um it it just it, it seemed weird pacing for certain parts of that story and that is the one that stood out the most for me because again, when we go to Alice, Alice seems like she's going through like an at least a natural kind of progression of dealing with everything that just happened. Like if if Dad was if Dad's just out because he was exonerated, was was it just the you know face doctor that turned out to be Mouse Dad? <laughs> was was it like the thing that he wrote from from last like because not having any follow up with that character or Mouse in this episode. Um, I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense why they skipped over like, yeah, this is why he's out. So we're not going to show the whole him getting out and like reference all of that because we have there is a lot of stuff that happens in this episode. There's a lot of things to focus on. And maybe they didn't want to, you know, spread the focus to areas that weren't going to get covered yet. Uh, it just it's, seems, just, it's weird it, it does just immediately like like 45 seconds into the episode he's out of jail and also like if for me to be satisfied with the answer all it would have taken is the rachel maddow voiceover mm-hmm. over the speaker going and the leader of the crows was released today because of yeah. a b and c now back to gotham and then you know doing you know whatever they're gonna do for you know a transition there the bat symbol spinning around like in 66 but yeah i mean i don't know i I don't have an issue with the opening scene that they did use, you know, introducing Draculady, yeah, yeah, eating, uh, draining people. Like that was, it was, it was intense. It was, uh, you know, cool, interesting. Here's a new character. Let's let's run with it. Well, yeah, the the intro that they did, like there was like in. I, I almost feel like I am bashing the episode off the bat. I'm and, and I'm really not. I'm just trying to question some of the things that were going through my head as I was watching it because. 
at first when you know we go to that kind of opening scene with her i was like oh we're, we're getting a villain of the week here mm-hmm. like we haven't really had two there been two villain of the weeks in 13 episodes yeah ish like i mean nothing that stands out really i couldn't even tell you who the other one was at this point i um yeah there was <laughs> <laughs> they had hush i mean he does he doesn't even count yeah um but but other than that yeah. they haven't really followed that formula it's been and honestly i don't think uh nocturna i don't I don't think she was a villain of the week. I think she's going to be a consistent part of the rest of the season. Okay, you do? Yeah. How so? Um, just. Okay, well, so in general, the. Uh, is this a known character from the universe? Is Yeah, she, okay. uh, she there was a big arc on it. Straight up, I didn't read a lot of New 52 Batwoman, but there was a big arc during the New 52 Batwoman, somewhere around like issue 30 on um because i would see covers by rafael albuquerque all the time and they were beautiful um but yeah it was it was nocturna and like she she bit batwoman and you know at least on covers um batwoman was like a dracula for a little while and there was some alice stuff and i think um you know not that they're gonna directly like utilize that but i i think we're gonna i think we're gonna see more of the character and like the way she was able to bring alice and kate together I'm I'm down for more of that. I there, like you said. There's it. It kind of feels like we're tearing the episode apart right away. But because of the way the last episode ended, there was so much. There were so many questions, so many things that yeah. that needed to happen, and that is why we were concerned about where the series was going to go. And there are a couple things that they didn't answer that I obviously want answers to. But like for the most part, they hit a lot of it. So I am I am pleased. Well, yeah they they somehow wove this villain of the week into what is the main story it wasn't like villain of the week we don't know where the fuck alice is we don't know where the fuck's you know happening over here over here mm-hmm. you know because sometimes we we see we you know we saw that in arrow a bunch we saw that and we see that in flash all the time so where it's just like well barry's gonna solve this problem and we might not see the uh big bad for four to six weeks i don't know or they'll come in at the very end and do something but the, the way they've use this storyline to enter you know alice and beth just have like their story no matter who it is they're just always kind of coming together which which for me i was questioning a little bit but i can see what alice is trying to get at here that you know it's like that reluctant partner um type scenario that no matter what you do you you, it's still my sister like like, yeah she as much as she wants to say that like Beth is dead and she is Alice. I mean, she straight up says it in the episode. She's like, maybe I don't want you to give up on me. Yeah. Yeah. It, like an, I, I love, I love their dynamic. I love, I love these characters. It, I am going to stop watching if they kill Alice. Is that going to be one of those things where you, like they have created this almost. And if I'm way off base here, you tell me this Batman Joker relationship that they need each other to exist. Yeah. Is it where you don't want to see one without the other? Like you want them to fight forever using well, the wrestling. I, no, I, I think that they both absolutely can stand, you know, stand as individuals. And I like seeing them both individually, but I love seeing them together. Yeah. They, they do have that on-screen dynamic of, I don't know, probably one of the better 
twosomes to be on the air. Mm-hmm. Like th- there is a lot of the kind of like chemistry that you saw in Stephen Amell and uh, David Ramsey, you know, with, mm-hmm. it, with when they're on screen together. Yeah. But um, one of them is like a villain character yes, this time, uh, yeah, making that, it that much more compelling. Well, yeah. Or even if you want to go back to the early flash with Tom Cavanaugh, and Grant Gustin, mm-hmm. when you find out he's the reverse flash, you know, when he's playing that version of yeah, Wells, yeah. you're just like, holy shit, like this dude's been a bad guy this whole time. This is this is pretty awesome. And, and you're right. I, I honestly don't want to see that dynamic ever leave the show because it's a, it would leave like a huge hole at, at this point. She's such a pivotal character in everything that's going on. Like, you know, so they, they have they they have to get to an end of a story at some point. Yeah. So, um, you know, if she gets captured and goes to Arkham or something at the end of the season, I absolutely want like a Hannibal Lecter like visitation type thing. Yeah. Like, hey, help me figure this thing out or whatever. Like, I, I do not want her to leave the show. And like I don't want her to steal the spotlight from potential future characters, but like no. I absolutely want to see her several times a season moving forward. Oh yeah. No, definitely. I I, I agree with you on that one. I, I don't know. Right now, it's they are setting such a high bar with this main villain. I don't know. Uh, again, I'm not like a huge like I don't have the mental library of like Batwoman characters yeah. that they could come in that could raise the bar on this. But yeah, I mean, I I feel like after a a, a strong first season, I think would also open the door to even just use some. Uh, even if it was like villain of the week style, use some lesser Batman villains. Uh-huh. Um, because like the, the show has already proven that it can, it can hold its own with its own characters. So let's go ahead and give fans something that like realistically, most people probably want the show takes place in Gotham. You can't keep all of the Batman yeah. exclusive characters away <laughs> like, forever. Nope, they're not there anymore. Give us Tommy Elliott in like the third episode and yeah. you, you know, follow up with that. <laughs> yeah, which I mean, honestly, if you think about it, we really thought the skin doctor could have something to do with this. And maybe at the end of the day, it does that yeah. they introduce this guy. He disappears and then we make a fake Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there, there's there's a lot of options. Yeah. So no, definitely. Um, another option is for you guys to go out and use those links to purchase things. We were talking about the Joker earlier. We're looking at an LDD presents a DC Universe Joker doll. It's deadly, unpredictable, and deranged. That was a bad transition by me. Uh, the Joker wreaks havoc amongst the city of Gotham as the clown prince of crime. Based on his appearance in the comics, the LDD presents DC Universe Joker doll is outfitted in a tailor three-piece suit with a lapel flower detailing. Uh, if you want to get it, go out there and find it in our podcast descriptions. Click on the link, purchase it. It helps us out. And thank you. Now, I am. I was super into this villain of the week. Uh, I had no background of it. And so when. I I think this is why I've been enjoying this show a lot because like a lot of times when you introduce characters that I understand from the flash or arrow or some of those other things, like I have that internal expectation. Yeah. When this lady came in, I was like, um, 
is she a real like vampire is she this like is she you know trying to like in my head go how how are they going to do this character because i know nothing about it like i don't Mm -hmm. and again i don't know if the betrayal on the tv show is anywhere close to the source material or is the the, it's a real vampire or again i i could be totally wrong here because i have i've really only read like two batwoman trades Uh uh-huh um but i i believe that in in the comics she like i'm pretty sure she legit like is a vampire okay um and i think they took a more grounded like take on the character in the show because the 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 joke um i i think it was a vesper thing um but somebody says a line about how they didn't need an a special undead division of the crows to, to take her in. And, um, that even if not like directly actually relating to the crows, um, there is, I mean, there's a handful of series. Uh, I mean, even, even the, the Batwoman series itself, there was a, there was a part, um, where it was like, she had a little ragtag team. It was like her and Ragman and a couple other like somewhat supernatural characters, almost like a almost like a poor man's Justice League Dark. Mm-hmm. And they were, you know, they were doing stuff in Gotham. And um, then there's like the. Uh, what are they called? The Gotham City Monsters. It's like Frankenstein, Croc and a couple other characters. Anyway, there's there's supernatural stuff all the time in uh, in Gotham, in Batman stuff. So it's it's fun to get little references like that. And uh, yeah, it, it exists. It's there so they can play with it. But. but- but like you, you talked about at the beginning there that they grounded this character uh, in reality, like, you know, some semblance of reality. And I'm assuming that if I Googled the disease that they said she has is probably something real. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way, you know, uh, it was one of those things. It's like, well, how are they going to explain the teeth? How are they going to do this? How are they going to do that? And they went through and was like, well, uh the special K yeah, comes they, from the teeth. They uh, straight Scooby Doo'd it, and yeah. like I loved it. Yeah, it's just like okay, and you you bought every piece of what she was doing. Now, you know, uh, of course, uh, the the plan comes in, and you know we're gonna open up the club at early, and we're gonna have. Uh, this is how we're gonna get her, you know, ha- get her out in the open for us. Now, of course. You know, everything goes wrong, as we saw, which we kind of expected. Um, But I think major points there were kind of going back to the Kate uh, relationship type thing that we haven't really seen in a while to where you see her kind of get jealous as, you know, her girlfriend comes rolling through, you know, and you you we haven't seen that like connection with them in a while and i want to say it's the first time where i actually felt like the connection felt real you know that it wasn't just like a forced like oh we were girlfriends at one time mm-hmm. um so you know the the way that like they accomplish those type of scenes and then you know kind of bringing everybody out of the the bat cave to be connected and everything else um the main thing that I got out of this that I was happy that we didn't wait too long is Mary's not dumb. She figured it out. Yeah. Like at the end, I was like, thank you. Because there, there are always those moments in these shows where you're just like, all right, if you don't figure it out by now, you're just 
dumb. I'm I'm sorry. Like I don't I don't want to be mean to you, but like you're supposed to be this smart doctor. And, you know, kind of almost the way they did that flashback scene of like, well, I was, you know, I got the special K in my like I was partying too hard and I was doing this and how she interlinked it all together at the end to have that moment of aha, we know now. I I like how I like the fact that she doesn't know um, that one she got Alice saved the day. Yeah, she got a blood transfusion from Alice. She got brought back to her own secret little uh, doctor place, which last time she was there, Alice was not in a good way. Yeah, Um, brought her back, got her fucking cookies She's she's sitting there, you know, telling Kate about how how funny she thought it would be for like Batwoman to go get these cookies, but like fucking Alice absolutely like popped into a Walgreens and stole cookies for her. Yeah. Now, how is okay? This is this is the weird thing of another moment to where I am jaded by five years of DC shows. Are you referring to the end? Yes. So like when how is she going to like break this to Kate and everybody that like she knows? Oh, okay. You're talking you're talking about that end. Yes. Um, I was talking about like the the scene after. But um I mean it's it's Mary. She's she's gonna be forward about it. There'll probably be some like very comedic sass in there. I think everyone will be like, All right, well she knows now, and she'll be like that much more involved in the team. And that that'll be that those weird, like they'll turn to each other in Wayne Tower and look at each other like, what do we do? She knows, mm-hmm. like, and and I I really believe that the way that this whole show is played out so far, that's what we're gonna see. We're just gonna, it's not gonna be like, a, I can't believe you didn't trust me to tell me after all these times and all these yeah, things. I I, th- I think we're past that, like. Like it's 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 my fucking secret to keep. Like you don't get to be upset with me for not telling you. Yeah. Um, But I think that, and you know, yeah, it could go that route. Mary could be mad that Kate didn't just explain what was going on all those times that Mary got mad at her. But uh, you know, for ditching or doing this or doing that. But I think I think Mary will be very understanding about it and will be like happy to be in on things. You don't. I think the only thing I worry about is the whole how her mom died. You know, because I mean, technically, but not really because of Batwoman, you know, and that whole thing going on, like mm-hmm. would Alice really be around if Batwoman wasn't around or, you know, like yeah. I could see them almost swinging it that way, even though it's daddy's fault. It's not really right. And I mean, we've still we've still got the fact that Alice saved like like just straight up blood transfusion. Here you yeah. go. I already lost a bunch of blood, by the way, but I'm going to give you mine. <laughs> Um, Alice straight saved her life. So like, you know, we can back pocket that for a future argument. Yeah. Now. The the other thing, the end to end. Sophie gets suspended because all episode, you know, there was kind of these things going around, you know, with the crows about. Well, we have video and I'm the only one who's seen this and we get the video from the warehouse earlier in the day where she knows Batwoman and that they, you know, let her go and everything else. Mm-hmm. Now. I, 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 I always wonder how this is going to play out because 
it seems like, you know, is there going to be really that struggle of we want our clients back? Because we're looking at this as like a business thing. This is all he's really talked about, Mm -hmm. you know, since he's been back is, you know, we're losing clients left and right. And we don't need this, you know, mass vigilante helping us out type scenario. Mm -hmm. And Sophie doesn't like really believe that ish. I mean, you know, because she keeps working with her and letting her go and helping her out when she can. Now, what do you think the end of this suspension? Like what is going to happen here? What uh, dude, there's so many options. Cause like it, 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 it's, it's, it's a weird thing of the, to think about It's just like now we've, if we look at the character arc of Sophie so far, she came in a happily married employed woman. She came in a married employed woman. I will. I'm going to say happily. And then they okay, came okay. in and it was like, Oh God, I really love women. <laughs> and you know, everything kind of went downhill from there. Like if she never showed up, we don't know how like closeted yeah. she would have been this whole season. So, I mean, just whatever my, my own little note was, uh, you know, based on, based on the, the rooftop makeout at the end. Yeah. Uh, just like, I would be so mad about this if Sophie hadn't like just really gotten her shit together the last couple episodes. I I don't hate it. Um, it's one of those things. If you go back and listen to our old episodes, we're like, fuck her, die. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you making out where I think, honestly, I said that unless they made some changes, we would never believe the romance angle. But like, so I mean, she she even brings it up in that episode. You know, Sophie's always been this career woman. Um, and she's always kind of, like, lived her life around the job. That's why she, like, shunned Kate when they were back in the military and all that is, is that going to happen all over again? Or is she going to go the different route this time? Is she going to leave the crows and try to be with Kate? Maybe help do Batwoman stuff? Um, is she going to become the the diggle of Batwoman? Um, or, you know, is, is she gonna stick it out and keep, uh, keep doing crow stuff and let the dad build like animosity between her and Kate? Um, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of, so we're, we're, we're making the assumption that Sophie knows, right? Right. Sophie knows that Kate is Batwoman. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Okay. I, I would figure after. Yeah that, was, yeah, that was that was episodes ago. Okay, you're just like, hey, Batwoman, uh, let's kiss and make out hard. If you don't, don't know who they are, no, I don't know. Just throwing it out there. Yeah, yeah, she for sure knows that it is is Kate. I think she was like the first person to figure it out. So, so you, now you go to her and be like, hey, um, I just I, I think what I get confused about is with crisis and everything that's happened since, like what people remember and what people don't. It's been like a weird loop. I mean, mm-hmm. we it, it, it's. I mean, with with all the shows, it's been kind of like this whole like re explanation of the universe on who knows what and what has happened and what really hasn't happened in these universes. So, but but I think you're right there to where, um the character development progression for her made it work because week two, week three, week four, Sophie, we probably would have hated it. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be, I mean, I mean, we might even be going to like crisis, like 
that era, like mm. six, seven episodes in, we were still kind of like, all right, well, they still haven't figured out how to write her. And you want to be able to like root for people to get together, you know, our hero to be happy and find the love of their life. But they didn't seem to be going that route. Mm-hmm. And now it seems to be there. Um, so I don't know. It, it was. It was definitely. You OK over there, bud? Yeah, sorry. Um, our Twitter is blowing up because uh, we're live right now. Um, sorry. I, I mean, it's better than not, right? Yeah, yeah I actually Thanks, feel, guys. I feel important that somebody's liking tweets that Mike put out for us being live. I just didn't have my phone on mute, and so I probably should mute my phone when I come in the studio. But I'm usually not that popular. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but but overall, this this episode was real good. They've they are still finding ways to, to introduce and keep all the characters going towards the same goal. Mm-hmm. And you know, whether, you know, the, the party and bringing like even the restaurant, the bar back in and, you know, you, they're not forgetting anything. And I, I, honestly, I still think the highlight for me is just Mary figuring everything out and, being like so just like okay smart about it i and like but even you know with the whole social media and like the the interactions you know with fox and going why do you have an earpiece to your your boss who's a real estate person (laughs) you know don't worry about it but it's stuff that, like, honestly, we would say, like, if we saw that in real mm-hmm. life. And I think that's why we all, like, gravitate towards that character. Her bluntness and everything that she spits out is stuff that we would say in real life. It's like, why are you doing that? That's stupid. Like, yeah. oh, that's a cool glowing tie. You know, it, it's <laughs> all real, like, dialogue that is, I don't know if it's just the way she delivers it or if she's just written that well. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think the, I'm a sucker for redemption. Um, so I think the, the standout moment for me was literally the whole conversation where Alice is half dead, like just like literally face down on the table, just like talking. And, um, I also really like that she had playing cards in her fishnets, but that's just an aesthetic thing. Um, but she and Kate are talking and they're really just, they're talking shit to each other. They're like, they're, they're having like a very low energy argument Mm -hmm. and, it ends with like, just kind of like, Hey, fuck you. See you later. And like they separate. And then, um, Kate goes to fight Nocturna and she's about to get chomped and like boot to the face and like, Hey, there's Alice and Hey, let me help you. Like, I just, I, I was jazzed. I was so, I was so into that scene. Um, well, the, the fight scenes were actually, yeah, there was a, there was a, there were like two or three separate fight scenes in this episode yeah there's a lot of batwoman this episode yeah it's been a while since we've seen a lot of the suit and Mm -hmm. you know the kind of like batwoman action they uh they got the cowl redesign they got the new wig so it's it's time to use it (laughs) it's more functional now little we know like those first couple episodes shit was just falling off when they're trying to throw kicks and like yo we can't use that so let's uh do bat things and just make people disappear real quick yeah so Anything else uh, before we go to a break that you want to talk about? Um, hey, check your notes. Let me check my notes. No, I think uh, I think I'm pretty. Nah, 
Do you want to? Did you get those Batman '89 vibes from the Bell Tower fight? Yeah, yeah, oh, very much so. That that is a good call. That fight, like, I was just waiting for her to be like laying at the bottom, like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> you know, just laughing for no reason. Uh, y- yes, that was very much '89 uh, Batman. I- that uh, that, and then like Mary's blood needs to stop being everything. Um. <laughs> you mean like the cure for cancer next yeah yeah. um i mean well i i I get i guess that her her blood can cure anything or whatever at this point so like that is a valuable commodity but like i don't think it needs to be the thing that every character is pining after every episode yeah um but you know whatever small gripe it's only been like two episodes so far that it's come up so <laughs> but it was like back to back episodes yeah but i mean if they don't talk about it next episode i won't care anymore so. yeah well and, I, and we run into those kind of where they fall into those patterns of like cisco touch this and figure out where they are it's like no let's not touch that like in vibe where they are let's figure it out like we used to yeah um, science yeah but yeah, we can't everybody. everybody. Let's just track the molecular particles throughout the city with the satellite. Yeah. Cisco doesn't have to touch everything. <laughs> well, well, that and again, it'll be like, oh, it's HIV woman. Like she needs the blood to be cured. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, we're not really going to go through the whole, you know, medical dictionary or, you know, disease thing to come up with every cure is her blood. So there's only so many, uh, uh, those characters I think we have in the DC universe were like, Oh, we're going to cure her with Mary's blood. She's just there and just there slowly draining her blood all the time. All the time. So. All right. Quick break. Quick break. Holodeck three program is reinstated. Open Sesame. It's emergency medical hologram. Yeah. I need one of those. <laughs> But can I make uh, my hologram look like I was waiting. To Paul? <laughs> I was waiting. I was going to say, I was going to say, you would probably make the EMH into to Paul. Yeah. Why a bald guy? <laughs> Come on. I look like an ugly, I look at an old, ugly guy every morning in the mirror. Why do I want to see that? <laughs> see that. <laughs> please. Emergency sexy hologram, please. I'd have mine to be Jerry Ryan. I need my penis checked again. <laughs> What's wrong? Nothing. Why don't you tickle it a little bit and jerk it just to make sure it works? Mike, this is not how this hologram is supposed to work. It will do whatever I say. <laughs> I am Captain Harvey Weinstein here. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Star Trek from the holodeck exclusively on Rain Man Digital. Head over to RainmanDigitalMedia.com or search for it wherever you listen to podcasts. And simulation. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, RAINMAN, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, Mm. and even blow you away. Plus... 
free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. Go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus the 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code RAINMAN. Again, that's RAINMAN. Because without it, no free stuff. That's RAINMAN at adamandeve.com. Acorns. Acorns Core automatically invests your spare change and lets you invest as little as $5 anytime or on a recurring basis into a portfolio of ETFs. Your investments are then diversified across more than 7,000 stocks and bonds and automatically rebalanced when the market fluctuates. Save for the future and invest with Acorns. Once the show is on demand, click the Acorn link within the description of this broadcast and start saving. We are back. We're going to be getting into them final thoughts here. Uh, Paul, I will let you go first. Yeah. If you want. I mean, it's up to you. Um, but you're either first or you're last. <laughs> no, let me. How about. Okay. So how about you start and then in the middle, I'll just interrupt and do my thing and then you can finish. It, does somebody do that? No. Oh, I just I'll be in the middle. There's there's two people, but I'm going in the middle. <laughs> I was like, wait, who interrupts who when they're doing their final thoughts? Um, I I think there was a lot. I don't know, not a lot riding on this episode, but you know, based on the last episode, we had a lot of uh, expectations or concerns for this episode, and I think it really like did everything it could to knock them out of the park, and the the things that we still have questions about or that it didn't address. It just outright didn't address. So I don't even feel bad about it because I'm sure we'll get it in the next episode or two. Um, uh, you know, such as mouse and his dad and, uh, some other, some other things that are going on. But, um, there was, there was some real good action, like a, a good several different chunks of action. We haven't had that in a while. The, uh, you know, the potential villain of the week was, you know, fun and interesting and, also used to help Mary figure out that Kate's Batwoman. It was used to help um, kind of unwillingly bring Kate and Alice a little bit closer together after seemingly being pushed as far apart as they could be. Um, I, 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 I really, I really enjoyed it. I, uh, and that, that, that kick to the face. I'm, I'm going to go, <laughs> it sounds like you're writing the kick to the face. What? You're like the, that kick to the face. Oh, I'm gonna go. Yeah, like I'm, I'm gonna. I I had expectations and I was not let down. I want to give this one a hell yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna nope. No, I'm sorry. I want to go kick ass because hell yeah is hell yeah. Is are you actually yeah. looking like you and Ryan are the only people that I know to even have a copy of that shit? It's 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 saved. It's I'll, do you need it? <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, I'm just gonna keep making it my own. I he's actually looking at the real Rain Man ratings review. I'm giving it a 91. 91. Because that's the lowest a kick ass can be. Give it the horns. All right. I really liked it. Yeah. No. I, uh. It's especially riding off of the last episode where we were really concerned for the future of the show. It, it, no, 100%. I think I, last week I said when I did my rating that this could, like, my rating could fluctuate off of the next shows on how they build off of it because mm -hmm. they could have really shit the bed this week. 
like this was the one that I was like the first time I think I was actually worried because they left it with an open cliffhanger that I've seen go horribly wrong in my five years of reviewing and breaking down TV shows. Um, and this one was done really, really well um, that there was no weird kind of like angsty moments there that they were just like, we can't get along. We can't do this. I mean, the whole episode really like, like, is this where you go in the middle? Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Uh, there was just a really somber feel to it. It wasn't like angsty. It was like everyone's bummed about stuff. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah. I'm missing my mouse. You're missing your real good sister. You know, uh, dad's out of jail and like bummed that his daughter is dead and he feels nothing for it. Yeah, th- you're right. There, there is a lot of that. Um, I'm gonna go with an 80 on this one. Um, I don't know where that falls on the devil horn scale or whatever our thing is. I'll let you know. That is a firmly a hell yeah. Okay. It's a firmly a hell yeah. I don't still don't know what that means. And I think I helped put that shit together, but whatever. Should have helped more. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But it it, it was definitely, it was a pivotal episode in this season that, that could have went either way. And they made all the right decisions, the, the writing, the acting, the directing, the action scenes, everything has been solid. There hasn't been anything that's made me go, oh, my God, this is fucking horrible. Or um, is like I like to call it like how many times can I pick up my phone during an episode? Mm-hmm. I haven't had that with this show at all. And um, and especially not this week. I was just like really like focused on how are they going to do it? You know, the introduction of the character of the week, I was almost bummed out at the beginning because I didn't think we we're going to get any storyline of it. But they've. They worked their way through that and made it part of the overall story perfectly. Um, and so that's why I am, I'm going to hit, I'm going to hit it with an 80 is that it was a solid damn episode and played off of everything that they've built so far this uh, season. Again, the only issue like I truly had was that the the pacing of the dad just being out of jail, back in charge, not limping not doing all this other stuff not getting protected by a giant like even if that giant black man was just standing behind him the whole time (laughs) i just would have been like he got him out of jail too like type of thing Mm -hmm. um but you know again that's probably gonna end up being some kind of future storyline that i don't have to worry like we'll we'll find out because they haven't just like kind of sprinkled something out there and said no we'll we'll and not gotten back to it pretty quick yeah uh right now we're episode 13 so what's that nine left i think we're at a 22 week or 22 yeah. episode arc on this uh season so we're we're getting to the back nine of this and so this is where everything's kind of ramped up and when we kind of talked about it a little bit there earlier uh i don't know how this alice thing is going to get wrapped up um, the only really thing that keep her around, and I totally 100% agree with your like, if you make her a fucking Hannibal Lecter type character that they visit in Arkham to try to figure some shit out. Shit, even lock her up in the Bat Cave. <laughs> like, don't even put her in Arkham. It's just like, I mean, I want I want them to go back to Arkham. I want to see that set. I want that to be part of the show. But if it's easier on the budget to keep her around in the Batcave, I'm okay with yeah, it. Yeah, I just don't see her and her charisma going away from the show anytime soon. So it's going to be interesting on how they wrap this all up. So, um, but yeah, so that's a uh, easy math this week. It's going to be you said ninety, right? Ninety one. Ninety one. Oh, geez. So it's eighty and a half. <laughs> eighty point five here. Um. 
or no, 85.5. Fucking wow. My quick math was even off on simple math. Quick maths. I'm way off today, but I promise not to be off when we come back because that's going to do it for today's Batwoman edition or what were you calling it earlier? Cane talk. <laughs> we're, we've uh, renamed the show now that Lauren's left the cane talk. And uh, remember to go find any past and future episodes on DCNRMD.com. Find us on all our social medias. Let us know what you think about the episodes and we will talk to you soon. And I probably should hit play on the outro. Outro time. Who are you bitches? Mother of God. Would you look at the time when you came here? You had an hour. 